welcome to the Pillage Cast. Thank you for joining us on this day. We are here in Pillage HQ. The fires are hot, the blades are sharp, and the time is now. I have the Pillage team here. Gates is on his mic. What's up, downloaders? Phil is also here. What in the world? And uh, coming uh, here with us today, uh, being our guest... Ten episodes ago was the first time he was on, which is kind of incredible wow. when you think about it. Uh, Mr. Jeff Edwards. Good to be back. Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah. Thank you for being here on our 15th episode. Yeah, this is actually my third attempt now to take down Brendo Man as the most downloaded person. <laughs> guess, so. Well, you're on your way. Now you guys are tied. Yeah, I've been training. I'm so I'm ready. All, all it takes is one good hit right now, and, <laughs> and, and he's out. All right. Well, uh, we have a great show today. Um, and that's not the Conan way of saying that we have a great show where it's always like a lie. <laughs> I think we really do have a great show. Why does he say that every so eat episode? eat that, Conan. Every single time. I don't know. It's his, it's his thing. But every single time he says it. Maybe I, he believes it. It's, <laughs> uh, 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 Gates, I believe what you're looking for is it's called a shtick. Oh, okay. It's a humor joke. His monologue, not so good. But w- oh. once he gets back to the desk, then it's funny time. See, I, I love the monologue. Yeah, like, see, I, I think the best part is the monologue. Right. Because really? it's, the jokes, no, the jokes are off. They're okay, horrible. They're right. always but, bad. Right. But the best part of it is watching him dance his way out of bad jokes. Yeah, exactly. Because right. okay. it doesn't matter what he's saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, when he does a little, like, puppet thing on the pants and, and then snips the string. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's never gets I, just, <laughs> I I think just the the per, the the jokes on purpose are bad. I don't I don't know. Sorry. Well, I think yeah. they just generally yeah. are bad. Right. right. Yeah, I think, I think they are bad. Okay. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's difficult to come up with topical humor especially with given the topics that you have. It's, you know, there's got to be a political joke, and there's only so much you know, that you can make fun of those ridiculous people, and then there's got to be like a what celebrity is in or out of rehab at that moment joke. I mean, they have their their highs and lows that they have to hit. So The mysteries of humor elude me. So <laughs> I don't. Well, and you know those writers have to get lazy at some point. I mean, they show up at noon and right. drink some coffee. How, how, yeah, donut. how do you keep up with that? Yeah, how you do you... <laughs> how often do they go to that giant folder that they have of the stuff they wrote like 15 years ago that they're <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, right. this they was funny, the same it's joke still funny. Over over. Right. Let's put that in or just you know you know when you sometimes when you're on a roll you come up with um, a bunch of stuff all at once so you know that these guys have written 40 episodes in advance <laughs> and yeah. by the time you get around to that 39th it's like man these uh you know these uh, Valerie Bertinelli jokes aren't super funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, they definitely have a, like a joke box that when they're not feeling it or they're sick <laughs> right. or tired, it's just a like, hat. Oh, let me just dig through this and oh, here we go. This <laughs> might work. <laughs> a just, hat with topics and <laughs> yeah. things. You just pull them out and be like, can we make Keanu that work? Reeves and put Paul Walker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it works. It's good. The, the Donald, See, yeah, the, that 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 uh, that formula works though. I mean, <laughs> the, the Donald Trump jokes are still fresh though. Well, <laughs> you know, he God bless Donald Trump for keeping it. He's still around. Real. So uh, we we've got some uh, recon. Do, is that is that true? Gage? Yes. All right. So the FDA has pr- approved a new treatment. Vampire bats have a well-known trick for getting most of the blood out of their victims. An em- enzyme called desmoteplase or DSPA in their saliva that thins victims' blood and help it. Fl- ah. 
helps it helps flow. it flow like words out of my mouth. The, <laughs> the good news Sounds for like you need some of that, right? Exactly. Anyways, long story short, they take a chemical out of uh, vampire bat blood, and it's now a stroke victim treatment. It's a blood thinner. Yeah, oh. that's how the vampires are getting into like pop. I mean. After a little bit, yeah. Are we, are we you know worried about vampirism as a as a virus? No, not necessarily. I, I think it's kind of cool. Well, but so is it, is it like zombies though? Like, can they? So yeah, this has already been tested and nobody's turned F- yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> FDA is cool unless the FDA is trying to turn us into vampires, right? Which, which could could be could be, but uh, just so a little bit at first. Stroke stroke victims, they they get some relief. I'm guessing it has some. Uh, it gets that blood moving again in right. a way that helps. They sleep upside down. <laughs> I, it, but I, that's you know that's that's a that small start small, small rodents in the middle of the night. I'd want to keep a pet bat like a just. You know, have a bunch of <laughs> have a bunch of vampire bats around, and in case yeah, <laughs> if, I, stroke if, coming if I have a headache, I mean, I'm just I'm gonna get some of that in me. I'm gonna and let this is bite approved me. by the FDA. Yeah, the Federal Dracula Association. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I didn't check my sources on that. It, it could be a, a fake oh, okay. story. Yeah, we should look into that. <laughs> I hadn't. Okay, all right. Mo- moving on. Um, this is coming from uh, Think Geeks Twitter account. Um, and it is news of today. Microsoft confirms $8.5 billion Skype purchase and plans to call the new service Microsoft Skype Network or MS Skynet for short. Oh, <laughs> MS Skynet. That's Which is awesome. great because if you know the history of, of, of like Microsoft and DOS, like DOS was a program and then gates bought it not you but no unfortunately but bill <laughs> billy just bought it and slapped ms in front of it and was like mine i was way <laughs> bummed to find out that he didn't actually program it he didn't know he, he, he didn't come it, up with yeah. that he wow. just swooped on it yeah which is kind of i i i do admire that yeah you, you know he's yeah, not smart enough admire. to come up with it on his own but he knows what he's good stuff smart is enough to get yeah. it supposedly he wasn't even a great coder he just had friends that were but he was the business guy yeah. it wasn't it his idea to not sell things but to license things right. like that was all bill gates yeah and so yeah. it makes total sense that skynet the real one would just be ms skynet right you know uh that's crazy uh i think i've never used skype before so you haven't at all? No. Really? Okay. I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've always known about it, and yeah. it's always been one of those things where it's like, man, when I need to call someone long distance, I guess, <laughs> Skype is what I'm going to use. Or video chat. Or video chat, like if I was ever going to do that. Like, so I've been on chat I'm, roulette. I'm People turn it off immediately when I show up. <laughs> Even the guys nude are like, they see me, and they're like, nope. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, next. Yeah. <laughs> Internet <laughs> rejection. That, that's sad. Like, I, I don't even get the... Because that guy's happy for anybody to see his junk. But uh, no, he sees me and he's like, no, let's keep going. There's other people on this service. So I've always been a little bit like leery of... Uh, I've just never needed to use Skype. So I guess this doesn't affect me very much until I need to use it. And then I'm going to be like, why Microsoft? <laughs> see, I'm I'm in kind of the same boat as you. Cause about a, I mean, obviously, I'd always known a Skype or whatever. Sure. But about a year ago, like when I started like a business, we downloaded and that's what we, we used to communicate. And I remember like just being at my house and talking to my business partner on and like seeing it all crystal clear and screen and thinking like, this is so awesome. How come like, nobody ever uses it? <laughs> this is like the future. It, they predicted it really is. It was, it's in the 1980s. literally amazing. It's, like it's not choppy anymore. No. Like it's just straight like... 
You would think more people would use but it. No but no one wants to see the other person they're talking right. to. The other, yeah. Because the person that wants me to use Skype is my mother-in-law, who bought us a, a webcam just oh. so we can use it. And yeah. was like, let's Skype like, all the time. Brutal. Let's Skype together. And I'm like, I... Don't just really hook her up to the chat roulette feed kids. and let because <laughs> <laughs> she, she won't would, know the difference. <laughs> she would, yeah. I'm having some friends over. <laughs> she might be listening to this, right? Oh no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I welcome it. All right. Um, yeah. So I mean, I guess we'll have to see what Microsoft does about it. it there, you know, a lot of people hate Microsoft, and I can understand why, but. Microsoft is a huge company, and there are divisions of them, and it's sort of unfair to kind of just blanket over you know, one division that does a lot of terrible things and then just saying, well, that's how they all are, because you know, I think that there, well, they, I, dude, there are they, a lot of divisions that are probably just fine. So They way overpaid for it, so yeah. they're going to want to get their money somehow. They're going to find a way to monetize yeah. it, and that will ruin it. But, uh, I mean, maybe ads. See, that's the thing. Is like, how would they even make money off it now? I mean, it's free, right? I mean, uh, yeah, Skype to Skype is free, but then Skype to regular phone, you have to, they charge you for charge, that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But so why don't well, you just use Are they going to, like, play then? commercials before you see the person <laughs> yeah. on the other end? Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> or, or right in the middle of talking. It's like, right. so you'll yeah. never guess what happened yeah. to me. At the store, it would be all state. You know, you need to get car insurance. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's like the other person has to sit there and wait, <laughs> but then it picks up right in the middle of their conversations. I just can't believe eight billion dollars. Yeah, eight point five, like, right? That eight point five. These like internet companies and pro- I just it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, that one in particular that. seems weird. Like, well, where? Did, how do you pay that money? I mean, you can't put that much in case in like a briefcase. No, and a check for that just seems like it would be so big. Like, how? <laughs> when does the actual payment happen? <laughs> I'm like, super we are ignorant. Need to see yeah. your driver's I'm license. Su- <laughs> <laughs> eight yeah. billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. How do you hold eight billion dollars up to the to the light and see the watermark? Like you know, I just make sure this is real. <laughs> that and especially when Google's basically doing it for free. Yeah. With Google Voice now. Yeah. 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 That's I don't know. It, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Cool. Mo- moving on. Uh, this comes from the Times Online of UK. A twelve-year-old. A 12-year-old boy has begun wearing a skirt to school in protest against discriminatory rules which ban boys from wearing shorts. So he found a loophole in the rule book. You know, it said specifically, right. no shorts for boys, but it didn't say anything about no skirts. So <laughs> he's now wearing skirts. So he's now Scottish. Basically, yeah. And, and uh, that's his little protest. I say cheers to him. Yeah. I guess. Like, I, I would have done the same rebel. thing. What it, dude, if you find a loophole, really? exploit it. Uh, I would have um, worn pants. <laughs> <laughs> but that's his point. He doesn't, it's hot. He doesn't want to wear pants. I guess, it, it, I guess it, if it's hot. In England, though? If, really yeah. Hot? Well, how if, hot does it get in England? Yeah, so, you're say, so you're saying this is just his excuse to wear a skirt? He's not actually like <laughs> yeah. trying to stick it to the man no, with this? No, I, I think that... Uh, no, I absolutely think that he's sticking it to the man. It's just that a lot of times people think when they're sticking it to the man, they don't realize that the other end is poking them even harder. Because now you're wearing a skirt. Right. But think about how cool and free he is. I guess, but, you know, the worrisome thing is you put that skirt on and you, you realize, like, it's really comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting you're, for you're, the follow-up to this. Story. Yeah. What happens to this yeah. Showing the up next part is, uh, you know, he's he's complaining about the discriminatory practices for hormone treatment oh. and uh, <laughs> why they won't pay for it. All right, all right. So, all right. I thought he was cool, but anyways, all right. My last story comes from Dubai. 
A security source has confirmed that a man has committed suicide on Tuesday by throwing himself off the 147th floor of the Burj Khalifa, and that is the new world's tallest building. So they built this huge tower in Dubai, and the first dude killed himself by jumping off of it. Here's where things get interesting. Uh, the man jumped off the 147th floor, and you would think, dude, you're going to have like 10 seconds of like free fall and flying through the air before you hit the ground. No, they found most of his remnants on the 108th floor. Oh. <laughs> he didn't even make it. No. So, you know, you figure you're going to have like 10 solid seconds of just serene beauty before you're liquefied on the floor. It depends on how, no, he, uh, it depends on which direction the wind's he, blowing. Yeah, he didn't clear the 108th floor, wow. so there, most of him is, so yeah. It was, so so he jumps off and he's like hitting against the side of the building as he's going it, down? No, it's, I mean, it has oh, like, it has like, yeah. It's it, tiered. Yeah, so he, he didn't clear the the tier well that's a stupid building to jump <laughs> off of. <laughs> well no i mean you want to be the first guy to kill yourself off the tallest building in yeah, the I mean, world somebody was going to do it so. right. right why why not him uh, no i i that's agree kind of that. like jumping off the top of a pyramid though like. precisely <laughs> yeah. yes that's that's basically sort exactly what he did what it is <laughs> so yeah Which he, actually uh, the same thing happened at the luxor in las vegas oh, is it really somebody, that, jumped, oh. somebody jumped off the side of it and basically slid. kind of slid down just slid. It, it, just, they didn't kill themselves but they broke like every bone in their yeah. body just tumbling down See, that would be like that would be kind of fun to just go down like a tube. Yeah, if you, know, you did it right, like a slip that and slide. Like an yeah, yeah. Well, you keep going you pretty fast. <laughs> there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the suicide note revealed that uh, he was denied vacation time, mm-hmm. and that's why he decided to you kill know, himself. If oh, you're gonna, that can do it. Yeah, yeah, if you're gonna off yourself, make it for vacation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fail at it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, really, he needed one of those like those squirrel suits. Yeah. 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 Right. Jump, they can right. At least get right. some distance. But then he then. just lands on like yeah, a you know perfectly. a building, <laughs> another building, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, you know, nothing's worse than failing a suicide. Serious. There, like okay, wait for it. Could there be anything worse? Yeah. There was the dude who wanted to commit suicide, so the genius decided to swallow like bleach. Okay. Or uh, it was some sort of. His antifreeze or something. Basically, it, all it did was completely obliterate his esophagus oh, all the way down to his stomach. So they had to attach the end of his small intestine to the top of his throat. So now when he eats, he wow. just eats the food and then has to massage it down and is immediately died. Like immediately has to go to the bathroom afterwards. That and, sounds and he, fake. He, he hasn't real? killed himself since then. <laughs> no, I guess not. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks. So there are ways. New to do appreciation for life, I guess. If you <laughs> yeah. All right. After that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Gates, I I got something what, to tell what you, you and you? you guys. All right. Because you're here. Uh, so there is a Hasidic newspaper that's called Der Zitzung. If I was going to say that right, it's like T-Z-I-T-U-N-G. I have no idea how you'd say that, but it's a, it's a Hasidic newspaper in Brooklyn. Okay. And they published the iconic photo of um, uh, bin Laden after when he was killed. They kind of took the shot of all the, you know, the president, and the vice president, and chiefs of staff and the all situation this kind of room Situa- photo. basically and I, I i guess there's some controversy of whether or not they were hearing the news or the, they were watching it live dude you know they were watching the video so whatever it was but it was them you know they're very intent it, and it looks if it, we can skype from one co- side of the country to the <laughs> other <laughs> like, but a, a bullet cam on a cams, on a dude yeah. Yeah. yeah so they have this picture and it's it's now famous because here's what where they were looking when obl you know bit it well this Hasidic newspaper, Hasidic Jews are like very, very, very traditional Orthodox Jews, like kind of like the most 
traditional. They're the dudes with the crazy ringlets and hats. Yeah, yeah. Um, They got sweet clothes, but um, they're a little bit crazy in the modesty department in that they're not allowed to, I guess, show pictures of women because it's too tantalizing. Like any picture of a woman. And so they actually photoshopped Hillary Clinton out of the picture she because she was there. Wow. <laughs> because Hillary that Clinton was too sexy. You guys need to get out more. So <laughs> I'm going to grade them. They get an A for standing up for their beliefs and doing, uh, you know, holding true to their modesty. They get an F minus minus for understanding what the word sexy means. <laughs> because no one would have a problem with modesty with this picture. And, you know, all kidding aside, like Hillary Clinton is literally almost completely clothed except for hands and her head. It's not like she is wearing Slave Leia costume on the picture. <laughs> she does have those attractive business suits that just fit her yeah. form so well. But you can't really see it in the picture. And also there's a lady way in the back. Like it's it's classic. Like we're all crammed in this room. One person peeking in the doorway, like not enough room for me, but I'd like to be a part of it. There is a lady back there. They took her out too. Because, you know, they should have just put like a beard on her. That would have been awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, you know, I guess. Who's the guy? a little Fu Manchu kind of. Hasidic Hasidic Jews, man. Who's the guy that did the photoshopping there? Because isn't he just like sinning? Like his whole day is is based on sin because he has to stare at this picture enough to like carve it out That's called taking a Hasidic bullet. For the the team? (laughs) For the team, team. yeah. Okay. Like no one else will see this picture. And it's not like. But then he just has like thousands of cutouts of Hillary Clinton and it's just (laughs) her. (laughs) Oh, man. That is is a. uh, a perfect like uh, Hinkley Jr. You know, uh, what's her name type situation, shooting the president type deal. He's gonna go try to take out Biden for her. But uh, crazy acidic Jew guy that we've invented aside, um, that's cool. I guess yeah, that was I, in Brooklyn. Yeah, that was a Brooklyn newspaper. I, look, I'm okay. not a Hasidic Jew, so I don't know enough about the rules. But maybe there is some. You know, there are people that don't like their picture taken because they think it steals their, your soul. So. Mm. You know, maybe they got some weird thing, but um, their their official story of it being too provocative not flying <laughs> with us. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you guys uh, want to hear some stuff about robots? Oh, of course, always. Uh, terrifying news, everyone. Um, Japanese universities. Apparently, there's two of them, and they cannot <laughs> stop. Well, two specific ones. I'm sure there's plenty. But there are these two specific Japanese universities. They cannot stop. They have a fever, and their prescription is to keep making robotic babies. <laughs> like, fully automated, looks like a baby robots. Like, are they selling them what? as toys? No. Yeah, they're what they? to, to, yeah, to what end? So, they make, they make a, a, a baby head it's just the head of a baby but it's a robot baby and it's meant to teach uh like people how like how to um, like empathize i guess it's terrifying i don't think they understand what any of that stuff is but they they invented this baby so then there's this other uh university that said wait no way we hate those guys those guys are jerks we're gonna one-up them by making fully crawling and automated robot babies they made two of them a one that emulates the movement of a seven-month-old and then the other one emu- uh imitates a 13-month-old 
and they can like hold your hand. They can crawl around. Guess what the the names of them are? <laughs> uh, newborn, but it's P N E U because they use New. pneumatic <laughs> muscles. So it's new more newborn Seven Eleven and newborn thirteen. Oh, can can wow. I buy the rights to this story right now? Because this is going to turn into a horror movie like <laughs> real quick. Yeah, this is this is this is bad. This is nightmare. I don't know, though. So they just use them for like training, or is this like? Because now I'm thinking of the uh, Spielberg movie with the, the robot kid. They, they lose their baby and then they go <laughs> yeah, and adopt yeah, these yeah. weird little babies. Like, yeah, it's not that, is it? I don't. I, I have I no idea. I have no idea. Or it could turn out crazy. like like Astro Boy, where it like becomes a superhero. Well, you know what would be great is the exact thing that Jeff just mentioned, only the exact opposite. In that they make a fully automated robot baby that you take home to prove to you that you do not want to have a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, give them to the teenagers. It's like before you have a kid, you you just have to like take care of this thing for a little while. Oh, dude, they they did that in home ec at my school. Yeah, but that yeah, was like a flower sack. No, no, yeah. no. It was a real computerized kid. Yeah, it was a doll that had a sensor in it. Yeah, but it cry. could pee, right? It no, could no. Pee on stuff? This thing it, will come and find you. It will crawl into your bed, dude. Why are you messing with my head like that? It, it, I, I, I'm a hundred percent for this. In fact, I, I think that I would like to to put together a grant where we create fully automated robotic babies that people have to take home to see if they want a babies, and then while they're sleeping, it, in it, uh sterilizes them and makes it so they can't have kids because anyone who would do that is insane. So late at night, it does surgery and ties a woman's tubes. And yeah, just snips a once dude. Once you give a robot the power to sterilize humans, that's dangerous. Well, I will hold the remote control. <laughs> okay. And only I will hold the remote control. And my army of robo-babies Until they come will help you. me take over. So, uh, you know, robot babies, terrifying, obviously. But you know what? Robots are only as good as their software, right? So what are we doing to, to advance artificial intelligence? Um, uh, a group... Um, finally came up with uh, the University of Washington, decided, you know what? We're going to tackle the most important issue. Um, they're working with linguistics technology, so they're talking, they're teaching, they have a program that they're trying to develop that can understand the parts of language and the parts of sentences and understand um, not just how to put words together, but actually how to put context words together and understand why that word actually means something in like Watson be able from, to change it. Yeah, Jeopardy. similar, but this one has a very specific purpose. They've developed, um, it's called, let me get the name because the name is... Is it a phone sex bot? Because... It's, cur- it's, it's a... It's, <laughs> no, I mean, it's one of those like <laughs> names where they... Um, it's called... Uh, it's called Deviant, but it's that stands for double entendre via, via noun transfer. They basically made a robotic or a computer that can detect language and determine whether it's appropriate to say that's what she said. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that it's sophisticated. It looks at the words in the sentence and then says, is the words in those sentences applicable to be used as a double entendre? 
and make a that's what she said. So we're putting like the office writers out of work. I was going to say, is that how they're going to re- they're going to replace Michael with the robot? Yep. <laughs> they're just well, I think they're just going to replace the writing staff with a robot and be now, like, now do they also have a setting for reading fortune cookies and adding in bed to you know the- that's the that's version two point oh. Okay, yeah. they're I working. Mean, on they're, it. They're, they're can't they're do working it all on. at once. Come on, yeah. can't make miracles here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or we can make miracles. We just make them one at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, uh, I. I'm, I've actually liked to put together a campaign for, um, you know, that's what she said, uh, tired, let's stop. But let's stop using it in terms of, like, sexual things. What I'd really like to do is can we find the most, like, terribly, painfully, just sad and disturbing things that you can say that's what she said after? No. Oh, that, like, was, like, instead of, you I know, like some joke for going. that's what she said is, like, you know, 100 died yesterday that's what she said because she was the one that killed them all something like that let's do that yeah that, I, let me know we, how that works out yeah we need to find a replacement I don't know if it has the same zing <laughs> we can work on. you need to find a replacement for that's what she said before you can really take it off the table well i, I was thinking we just move it somewhere else and then i don't know i'm still waiting for that golden moment when somebody's gonna say something horrible yeah and and gonna be like, that's, that's what, what she, she said, said. <laughs> she because she was a serial off. killer <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's kind of catching on there <laughs> see yeah, yeah i'll win you over you'll need a laugh track to go with it though just to <laughs> uh did you ever see astro boy josh the like the americanized movie it's version? uh yeah like it's uh tesuo or whatever like the it's an anime right yeah, but I mean, like, like the they made a movie, like an American anime. release yeah. movie. No, I never saw it. Because you should, because Nicolas Cage is the voice of the guy <gasps> that invents Astro Boy. And his performance <sighs> in that film, after I just watched it uh, yesterday, it's up to par for your expectations. Did you guys hear the rumor? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, how could he not? Did you guys hear the rumor that, uh, you know, they're, the, the, after Bin Laden was killed, like, everybody's kind of wondering, like, who this guy? Who was the guy that pulled the trigger? Oh, like you- never, never gonna have, never gonna have to pay for another beer. And I, I already know who it is. There's only one person with the hair that's able to pull the trigger on that, and that is Nicolas Cage. I'm fairly certain that he was the the SEAL Fire Team Six or whatever it is. Because you know, I thought you were gonna say he was gonna play um, Osama bin Laden in the movie adaptation. It'd be great <laughs> if he played he, Osama bin Laden and he played the guy that shot him. <laughs> Dual role. Kind of like that uh, adaptation, yeah. But with assassination, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. I can talk about that all day. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> uh, but no, I have something else that I want to talk to you guys about. As we move on to the next little section, Jeff, you have a, you have a. I'm puzzled. I'm trying to figure out what game that is. It's not a game. No. It sounds like a... Do you remember Maze Craze on the old Atari? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Uh, this is from a guy who writes music with the instruments that the old systems used. Oh. So, but yeah, he graciously allowed us to use the music, and it's pretty fun. Awesome. Uh, so, I watched a pretty fascinating little mini documentary. It's like eight, nine minutes long, but it's, you know, formatted kind of like a documentary. I had no idea that this existed, and um, it... It's honestly sort of insane, but it's called uh, The S from Hell. And basically, uh, back in the olden days, um, there were a lot of shows like uh, Flintstones, Bewitched, um, there's a bunch of other ones. 
they were all part of uh, Screen Gems. You guys know Screen Gems, the, the company? Yeah, yeah. Well, at the end of their show, they would have their Screen Gems logo come up. Just like you see those logos like at the end of everything, like right. Bad Robot for right. what's his name. So there's this logo, and it's kind of like it looks like a, a weird S with a dot in it, and it has this like sound. Apparently, like the kids during that time were terrified like they, they interviewed these people that said that that's the most terrifying like it instantly created this sense of dread and horror in them this logo they would run like at the end of Flintstones they would run out of the room they would hide behind the couch because this logo terrified them I have the sound because uh, I can't show you what it looks like on the magic of podcast <laughs> an image of the the logo but I can play to you the music because apparently the music is what freaked everyone out so much so here's the music for the screen gems te- television logo in like 65 which is up until when they changed it and kids stopped being scared of it here it is <laughs> You remember that? Is like yeah, little I'm, S. I'm like not if you terrified s- though. <laughs> yeah, is, are you are you scared? No, not really. So this documentary was going on, just talking to these people, that, that, that ex- explaining like how terrified they were of of this uh, of this logo. So I thought, like, do you guys have any logos from your childhood that scared you? What? Well, why did they say that was scary? That something was super unsettling. They I, they said that it was maybe there's something in like the tone of the music. That's you, what was the uh, that TV show host that every time I mean they made a Seinfeld episode about it, but every time she talked, it? it triggered like something oh, in yeah. this guy's brain that caused him to have a seizure or whatever. Maybe yeah, something yeah. like that. Where well, just, the, and the, and the it music triggers a part of your brain. The music at the time was composed by this guy that was using like um, kind of crazy for the time uh, right. analog like synthesizers and stuff. So I, I started thinking about it. It got me thinking like one, these people are insane. Like what's wrong with you? I if I was if if I was their little brother, I would go up and punch him in the face and be like, "Come on, man up." But then I started thinking, I'm like, "You know what though? It's not that far off." Because there were some things that terrified me when I was younger, and I want to see if you guys have the same response. So I'm going to play this for you. You tell me what it makes you think of. Unsolved Mysteries, isn't it? That was the scariest show <laughs> on the planet. Now, now Mr. Robert Stack's going to come out. Always from a fog. From there a fog, <laughs> wearing a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're right. Dude, that was a terrible... And the worst scared. part is my mom loved that show, and I was. it was like... I don't know how that was a family show, but we had to watch it as a family. <laughs> and then it was always on at like 9 o'clock, and I have to go to bed, and I'm like freaked out. I got scared like, just listening to this music. Like yeah, I would run. The music is terrifying. Yeah. And I had a friend who, at the time, he was terrified of. Uh, or this was later, but he was terrified of the X Files theme song. I can um, see that that scared him. But well, this was alien stuff. This was yeah, earlier. But here, that that show scared me so much. Not because like every fifth episode they did weird like paranormal like aliens maybe, right, and they, right, and their uh-huh. reenactments are terrifying. But. <laughs> that wasn't even the part that scared me because that kind of I, I even knew at that time okay this is a little outlandish but like every episode of that normal run episode is about like kids being abducted yeah. <laughs> and like people that you never see again like they were out on a street or like you know like they'll do one where it's like I'm watching as a little kid in my living room you know with a blanket around me and it's like this little kid was in his living room with a blanket around him <laughs> and then his mom went to the kitchen and she never came back and then 
the kid was never seen from it. I'm like, this is awful. This is terrifying. Robert Stack, you monster. You know? Well, and how awesome was his voice in that, oh, too? Oh, so good. Could you imagine if he was like your grandpa? And he like, <laughs> come get dinner. <laughs> like, you know, uh, reading you bedtime you stories. The music just follows him. Like he's, <laughs> like he's like, you know, we never composed that music. They just recorded me <laughs> standing here. That's scary music. That's the so, sound that just emanates from yeah, his body. I guess I, guess I can understand the, uh, the Screen Gems logo people being, uh, being terrified if part of that terror is actually from the Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries theme song because... That's actually scary. What was on after the Flintstones? Maybe it was like something scary that was on after. No, because it was there was tons of shows that had this on, like uh, Bewitched and everything. There, there's something no. wrong with those people. <laughs> I, I don't think that they're. I don't think that they're good people. I think they're bad people. Maybe it just Fair resonated, enough. you know, wrong with them. Yeah. Like, like have you ever heard of the brown tone? Yeah, like, it's a total myth. Really? Yeah, Mythbusters have already beaten that to a dead horse, but it just I, no, doesn't. they just didn't try hard enough. No, I'm just, sorry. it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't exist. They didn't try enough. Literally, you should see the rig they built to try to like. I've done enough sound stuff. That is one hundred percent a joke. Bummer. A joke. <laughs> I really wanted to believe that was yeah. true. But you know, do you remember where you heard about it first? It was like Probably. a military project. Like yeah. the military loves nothing more than to leak out the fake results of the weapons they <laughs> want you to believe they Whoa. have yeah. so that okay. when they actually have the microwave gun that they can point at you and make you think that you're on fire yeah you know using my own logic against y- me yeah totally so, right. no uh, the, the brown one's not real but the unsolved mysteries theme song is the dude on, horror sorry. note on a brighter note i wanted ubu so bad oh sit, sit, ubu, sit, ubu. Sit, dude yeah, yeah that's no, like the like, only one that came to my mind i yeah. wanted that dog so bad like <laughs> well and and so that's like a, an example of one that like ah yeah, made you feel good yeah so there's so a dog. I, okay, yeah do you so, guys remember the one where there's a guy with a typewriter yeah, and then, then he yeah. pulls Page it out flies yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that one too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like some of them bring us comfort, but yeah. then maybe equally some of them can be disconcerting. Right. I, I guess if if the pendulum swings that one way, yeah. the one the ones I think the worst logo people like the worst offenders ever uh, for um, a lot of their shows. I forget some of them, but I know like Saint Elsewhere and stuff. Like they had Mimsy the cat. It was like a little kitten, and he would be uh, he would be in like a different uh, he would be in a costume that reflected the uh, show. So he had like a little fireman's hat or a little like he looked like Sherlock Holmes on one. So it was all these different shows that that used Mimsy the cat. And at the end, the last uh, episode of Saint Elsewhere, like he was always a little doctor for Saint Elsewhere. But at the last one, they have him on like a heart monitor machine, and he's like laying there, <laughs> and it's like beep beep, and then, and, then get, beep. and then it goes to black and beep. Like they killed the kitten, That's and awesome. that was the last Mimsy. That was yeah, that was Mimsy the cat. And what show was it? But it would it would it was DIC and yeah. then like the I would always Deek. Deek. That, that was, was like after like car- a ton animation. of cartoons. Yeah. It would always make yeah. me snicker. <laughs> <laughs> it's Deek. You're, they, they, no, they try. No, you're like you're listening and you're like that little girl's in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, right. What show though? I can't remember. Like, uh, I think that specific. was I think that was after uh, Animaniacs or it no, was on tons. No. Like it was on Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I know because I've watched it recently. Okay, okay. Well, thank there you. you go. I That's just one. Needed, they did right. a lot of stuff. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, 
Yeah. I'm going to have nightmares now. Ter- <laughs> yeah, you, you guys watch that as a family? <laughs> we did. Like, my mom, I, I guess my mom was like, you know, she, I would never, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons or like right, Cheers, right. but then I could watch shows about kids being yeah. kidnapped <laughs> right Honey, before I have to unsolved. go to bed. Honey, yeah. they're unsolved. Or the one they, yeah, <laughs> they haven't been solved yet. <laughs> yeah. So the one where they like the aliens came through the window without breaking it. Meanwhile, my bed is in front of this <laughs> ginormous window, and you're thinking, I'm like, not going to hear the glass break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's your one thing. Like, I can't I, even run away. Yeah. I don't even know. No, like, they're going to pull me through the glass. And no, this white Robert light. Stack <laughs> is just going to come in and say, yeah. you know why they're unsolved? Because it's me every time. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you know? we live like an hour away from Area 51. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I've heard aliens. Stories my whole life. <laughs> that was my thing. I was terrified of aliens as a kid. I always oh, thought I was. Oh man, get I can't imagine like where, like just how that must have permeated even the culture around you. Just it, to have that, like, hey, not only is there all these crazy stories coming out, and we're do- and Fox is doing alien autopsies and stuff, but it's also just right down the road from yeah, you. I mean, for some reason, when I was like five years old, I knew what aliens were. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why. I, like, and that was like that's the number one. They're the scariest. Well, they thing have in the world. like that. Don't they have like a little shop right? That's the closest area 51 that you can get to and you see like and they have like alien not, statue i mean not or really it's just I, I just something about that region or something i don't know and then we we had some crazy lady in our family like and i i heard this story from my mom when i was like way too young to hear the story but supposedly they she met her when she got a job they flew here overnight from australia and somehow she got a job at my mom's school and then like the husband always did something like secret for the government. Nobody ever knew. Then one day he like disappears. The, the wife basically says that she thinks the government killed him because he like locked all this stuff into a vault for her and said, "If I ever, if anything happens to me, you need to go like." Get Dude, this, this sounds like a there. Steven Spielberg adventure movie. <laughs> yeah, no, like. it was crazy. And like, I mean, she apparently she found out he was like a UFO investigator. They flew him from Australia to work at Area Fifty One on some craft that they had in the late seventies, early eighties, yeah. and. You know, all these like crazy, and I actually, I did like a school project on this woman and I like interviewed her for it and it was just, it was just terrifying. Like it turns out that like he left her. The one, the one thing I do remember is supposedly they had a live one that he saw and he said the one thing it always asked for, well, I don't know if it talked, but they would always feed it ice cream. (laughs) And I like, that's what, that's what I think of when I think of aliens is somebody feeding it. That's terrifying. No, but that was, it just is. That was conveniently told to you. So it's like, you better eat your ice cream and not spill it because if you don't, that alien will come and get you. (laughs) Have you seen Paul yet? Because they may be kind of ripping you off a little bit. Oh, really? Do they do that? Well, it's a kind of a similar (laughs) storyline. No, go see Paul. Like I I wanted to see it. It looked funny. I tried to hate on it. I thought, oh, Oh, fuck that movie. But no, I I the best at hate. Yeah, no, no, no. I I tried so hard and I went and it's an all star cast. Really funny movie. Yeah, I should, you know what? I should dig up because I still have a tape of that interview when I interviewed. It was crazy. I interviewed her for like two hours (laughs) and she's like this loon and like supposedly a lot of people are kind of after her, I guess. I don't know. Now, well, here's the question. She told me there's seven different species of aliens that they've discovered. Has anyone ever met her husband? Oh yeah, my my parents actually knew him pretty well okay, until he disappeared. Okay. But they did have one problems of in their where, marriage, so it could yeah. have been he just yeah. wanted out and yeah. left. Or and, she was crazy, and or she's the only crazy. sane one. Come on, hey! But she, they true. did verify you, that they did fly overnight from Australia, like in a rush. They didn't bring anything, and it was shipped to them weeks later. 
So you know they they yeah, came here. To ru- yeah, it was, there, no there was some weird stuff. No one's ever flown overnight from Australia, and, and he not did had aliens. Well, involved. and my dad, my dad was an air traffic controller, so he knew about the white planes with no windows and no markings. That right. they, they have certain codes that they allow them to fly out, and those sure. are the ones that go to some government base. But you know they're always told that they're guys working on like new forms of aircraft. Well, we, or we've always known that they've done like weapon testing and stuff yeah. out but there. But that guy, right? my dad, verified that that guy flew out twice a week. Two, on a two-hour flight to somewhere, so you know he, there was something. Right, and then either he went crazy, and I don't know, or somebody killed him. I don't know. Or the government told him that he needs to shut down his personal life, and so he had to leave her. Or maybe he's on a covert mission to yeah. the alien planet. Yeah. Or maybe Whoa. he's a caterer for someone who's really like high up, and they want no, him no. Full time. I, I think that he may be on his way to an alien, pl- or perhaps he's being hybridized. Somehow. It's a like it's a long give trip. Up his DNA. So <laughs> no, I'm not maybe joking. He just I think got this, These are all certain possibilities that it could happen. Or you guys, you guys are mocking the whole jet. like alien scenario, and I'm <laughs> no, saying what, I, I'm not doing anything, sir. What if they're I'm interdimensional anything, travelers? Sir. Oh, like Indiana Jones. <laughs> How, wait, how so? The Crystal fourth skull? Indiana, yeah. Oh, that doesn't exist. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> just ceased to yeah. exist. You know what Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull was? What? A movie. Yes. And uh, you know what else about movies? Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Good transition. That's wow, right. yeah. that's nice. I'm, I'm, I'm always transitioning, <laughs> just constantly. Hey, so, Jeff, last time that we actually talked to you on the show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um... He had a commercial in the Super Bowl. Well, yes, well, the attempted sort of. one. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, we got the check for, which is pretty nice. Hey, nice. nice. Yeah. Wait, but I, we had to pay everybody, so I didn't get it. Nah. <laughs> so, what did you get the check for for that? The the uh, initial. Yeah, if you make the top five, you get twenty five thousand. Gotcha. Bucks, so, and then, uh, but funnily enough, we'll briefly just talk about this because everybody here it didn't air, but it was actually kind of a, a little bit different of a scenario than just straight up losing. They they sort of told you that yeah. it might be airing. Yeah, Kevin the director was kind of pulled aside and told that his was actually originally selected third. They didn't win the voting. The one that won the voting is the dog because you know everybody loves dogs. dogs. Right. And then I forgot what what was the other one that aired. I don't even remember. Um, the Cheeto finger. I mean. Oh the yeah, the finger Dorito sucker finger, one. Right, yeah. So those. So the one where he's revitalizing stuff was probably the one that they slapped that, in. There, that was that the safety seem- one that they they would put in place, but. What happened was they actually, apparently they go through like a screening process. Anytime they're going to do a Super Bowl commercial, they do split testing across the entire country and see the reaction from everybody. And apparently, like, I guess Iowa is what represents the Midwest. And we had like, we, you know, we had the thing in there with the Doritos robot. And yeah, it was really random, but that was, that was the whole joke. And like, apparently everyone in Iowa was completely confused as to why there was a robot. In the, in the commercial, like, is that what it was? Yeah, it wasn't totally, the stripper pole. Or yeah, it, no, it actually. They, they, everybody was fine with that, and no issues there. But it tested. Um, they said it tested in the top one or two of all five commercials everywhere else, but in Iowa for whatever reason. And you know, the Super Bowl. We're the Iowans. Only we don't deal with robots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for None what, of that nonsense. For whatever reason, it had like the lowest possible rating you can get in the Midwest, and you know, the Super Bowl is the only time they have like a national audience yeah, so yeah. they they got freaked out and they kind of pulled it and put the safety one in there yeah. which sucks because that one had an awesome spot and they ended up winning $400,000 which I think would have been a loss uh, yeah. if we would have actually yeah. got dog it. The dog one won a no, million. The oh. won a million. He's the one garbage. that actually replaced oh, oh, it. Yeah. The and then the, the, the number it, the 2 commercial guy. in the entire Super Bowl was another dog one which mm. tells you yeah 
So next I, year it's we dogs. We're doing nothing but like dogs and maybe babies riding dogs. Yeah. Like talking babies that ride dogs. Yeah. I mean, we're going to just. Skateboards. <laughs> yeah. Babies and dogs London's on skateboards. Back. Yeah. <laughs> or we're just going to sell out next year. A dog that shoots a gun that shoots babies. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and they hug you when you shoot. Yeah. You know, I, I had people you. writing me emails for like two weeks after the Super Bowl, like pissed because I told everyone I know, go watch his video, vote for it. So I had people later on telling me like those other commercials were garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like they were seriously like pissed off. It's, like people you've it, never even met were pissed off on your behalf. <laughs> it's pretty bad that they let you see all the possibilities and then you see what they end up picking. Right. It kind of reinforces that like, man, you guys don't know. It's yeah. like America's Funniest Home Videos. They never pick the funny ones. They pick no. the cat that falls off the TV. No, they well, always... And well, I still I, think, Sir, that is the funny one. Oh, sorry. I uh, still think there's Josh a huge here. conflict of interest that Doritos lets their ad agency pick the best ads. <laughs> oh, because yeah. if they pick the best ads, why do they need an ad agency they're paying millions of dollars to? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you know those guys are like... Holy crap! This one's good. Bury it. Like, yeah, right. it. let's hide it. We'll go talk to the guy. We'll pay him off. Copy and we'll, it, and we'll get paid a million it. dollars yeah. for it. And we'll say we just did this one. Copy it, then bury it. Yeah, exactly. Change, change main actor so from they, black to white. Yeah, and they got to they got to change that. I think it should just be like the people at the company that have nothing to do yeah. with advertising. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah. um. First, ever, first music video I ever did, I literally thought I was going to win like an MTV award. And then I saw the first cut of it, and I, I think I cried. I was like, <laughs> this is awful. What the hell happened? You know what I mean? Like, but you What know, was I doing? Was that well, Spivvies? Yeah. Well, th- did I ever tell you about that? Like, no, I, I went know. up, I gave, it to, uh, I gave it to Jeff Barch, and his whole thing is like, you got you to gotta just let me, let me just get your vision, and I'll, I'll put it together, <laughs> and then you just come and look at it. And he like, he puts the thing together, and it was like... You couldn't have picked more of like the worst possible clips. And he, <laughs> he cut it like that was supposed to be like a 50s style. It was supposed to be yeah. like that Weezer video right, kind of right, like right. the old, you know, it's yeah. kind of a, a, a style to it. And he cut it like it was a Nine Inch Nails video. I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this? So he's like, yeah, I was also wondering if you guys are going to dump this uh, this uh, sample track that you gave me of this 50s band ta- singing. And are we going to get some industrial <laughs> yeah, in here? Or what? Yeah, totally. <laughs> The bass so, player was really good in that video, though, right? He, yeah, he was really I good. didn't think so. <laughs> I think he was pretty awesome. No, I didn't think so. Yeah, we tried to replace him with the last man. <laughs> no. we, we could not find anyone. You couldn't find anyone fake, better. Is what uh, yeah, yeah. The subtext in this is that Phil was in that video <laughs> as the oh, bass yeah, player. That's right. So cool. Yeah. Uh, well, Jeff, it's great to hear uh, that kind of stuff. Um, join me in celebrating uh, that success you've had. By instituting the Phil fact. Mm. All right. Well, the fact uh, is that Phil is here. The fact is, uh, I am here tonight. Yeah. Um, I uh, I saw a great movie this week, and so I got a fact that is related to that movie. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, I saw the movie Thor. Hmm. Not familiar with it. No. No. Yeah. It's a little indie, little indie movie. Kind of probably came under the radar. Never okay. heard of it. Um, uh, uh, dude, it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Like, who, who you, you saw it, right, Josh? I did see Just it. Just Josh. Right, I, I wasn't going to talk about it, so I know. A lot. But I loved it, so I wanted to. No, <laughs> it was so good. Um, all right. So my fun fact is, uh, in all the comic iterations and cartoons uh, that came before the movie, Thor did not have a beard, but he does in the movie. Yeah, um, because he looked like Chris Hemsworth, I guess. When they they screen tested him, he looked like a kid or something. Well, you know? no, well, not necessarily. Um, all right, so I know a lot about Marvel comics. <laughs> I'm a Marvel okay, fanboy, but they, they based a lot of 
Thor. In fact, they're basing a lot of the modern uh, um, uh, Marvel movies that you're seeing off not only the original comic line, but the Ultimate right. series, which was Marvel's reboot in the year 2000 to kind of like, we need to, you know. Right. Spider-Man was a teenager in 1963, right. and it's, uh, you know, now he's like a math teacher or whatever, a science teacher, and it's like hard. <laughs> so in 2000, they, they rebooted everything, and they did Ultimate, which is a completely separate universe, right. and things are different. And one of the things is that Thor, um, for a while in Marvel Comics, uh, Thor was this, like, Greenpeace kind of, like, activist who was always going like they they basically knew of him as this crazy guy who thinks he's a god but he happens to disrupt like <laughs> uh you know like uh pollution and all this stuff and it turns out that you know all the thor stuff was true but he had a beard so they based a lot of his look off uh-huh. of the ultimate in fact his costume with those those kind of circular things and stuff right that was a lot very similar to the ultimate marvel comics huh. thor but then also kind of like pieces of the original too. Okay. So th- there's kind of a mix there. I was not aware of that. But really. yeah, he didn't. He doesn't really have a beard. And yeah, usually like. Well, but later on, he had some crazy beard. All right. Phil's fact was the catalyst for a nice little diet. That's basically that, that was, was my goal tonight. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> just, you guys just want set, to know, set Josh off. Yeah, lots of useless knowledge about. Can Marvel we talk comics. about cats too? Sure. Dude. <laughs> you want to talk about two things I like? I like Marvel comics. I like cats. All right. Sweet. So. Cats, Cats are um, <laughs> great. <laughs> so cool. wait, for right. somebody who doesn't know anything about Thor at all, how how does his hammer work? It looks like it's a hammer boomerang or something. Like it, does yeah, it, it does come that. back to him? Yeah, yeah, it's magic. Yeah. So it's a magic hammer. Yeah, but it's so, like, does it grow or is it the same no, size no, always? No. Or? So what? Basically, um, the the idea that they present is that uh, all the the Asgardians, Thor, Odin, all those dudes that were Norse gods are actually just aliens. But they came down to Earth and would fight um, other other bad dudes that were the frost giants and stuff. Those are all aliens. They live on different worlds. What? But But Norse people saw them and were like, whoa, hey, gods. those are the gods. So in, in the Marvel community, like the legends of the Norse gods like still totally exist, mm-hmm. but the reason they exist is because there really are these guys that are gods. So Odin put together uh, Mjolnir, which is his hammer. Uh, he made it from like the uh, a dying star, and it's it's like composed of crazy metal, and it's basically super strong. It has the power, like all of Thor's power is actually in that hammer, and like okay. he's the only guy that can hold it. But uh, it's, I, I mean, there's some actually cool stuff. He can throw it, it can come back to him, he can shoot lightning. Yeah, he also, spin like, it. spins it, and the way he flies is either by spinning it or he throws it and just grabs just on. Holds on to it. Like, cool. throw and then let, and just hold on and let, so he's not actually flying. He's just kind of, like, soaring with his hammer when he threw it. So, yeah, but, he's, but uh, like, seriously, like, if you just hear that description of it, it could be a really cheesy movie, right? But they did an awesome job, like, seriously. And Janelle... Loved it, and she had no That's idea. That's because Chris Hemsworth didn't have a shirt on in that one. <laughs> no, scene. she said she didn't even care about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> she promised. <laughs> You're not looking at him, are you? <laughs> no, no. He, it's like wow. he, it's he's like not the, even attractive. Yeah, it's like the only time that a guy's ever sitting in a theater looking at <laughs> at his his girl next to him the same way that it's ever happened on the reverse a million times. Like, you're not into that, are you? I mean, it's, that's not something that interests you. Huge hulking man with rock sculpted, you know, body. 
Yeah, I, I don't mind. If they want to throw that in there so I can bring my wife to a superhero movie, so be it. You're going to have like Thor if, sheets on your bed. Yeah. Pillowcases. You really like that movie. Wow, yeah. Cool. We, uh, look, I don't want to see it's it the, the same. It's the same way we try to play off every Angelina Jolie movie. Yeah. It's like, no, not yeah. Her elbows I'm, are weird. She's too skinny. <laughs> her boobs are too big. Yeah, you're right. She's just. Yeah, it's not. You know, but, I just, you know, yeah. I like the action. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, you know, I don't care that she's running in slow motion. It's sort of annoying. <laughs> Yeah. In this Tomb Raider movie that we're watching, um, yeah, yeah. So right. cool, cool, good, good, good show, good show. Um, so we a couple things, a uh, little bit of business, just to to get out of the way. Uh, first and foremost, we want to hear from you. We do, and I'm not talking to you guys on the mics. I'm talking to the listener. You who are listening to this right now, whatever you are doing, stop. If you are driving. Hit those brakes. Okay, good. Now, <laughs> once the paramedics come, uh, just keep listening. Uh, we want to hear from you, so you need to send us stuff. Uh, you can do it on Twitter, because we have a Twitter. So the Twitter is at PillageCast. Easy. Uh, it's 140 characters, so you, you know keep it brief. But uh, if you need to send us much, much longer, then you can send us to the old email. We have ask at PillageCast.com. Uh, Ashley, I'm talking to you about this too. It's ask at pillagecast.com. You don't have to make a crazy account and send it through some archaic means. Jeez. Listen to the show. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, we would love to hear from you. Send us your hate mail. Send us your love mail. Uh, if you want to send us your regular mail that you get, we'll look through that too. Or, or nerdly questions for John. Sure. I mean, if you have anything Marvel based or, right. or we, if you want based. us to discuss two things that are fighting and who would win. That's my favorite. Yeah, we'll we'll do that all day long. Or I mean, if you want to ask about um, how to uh, graft different fruits onto a different kind of tree, I'd be happy to discuss that as well. <laughs> <laughs> we have crickets. I, yeah. I, we were so close. You we thought you so made it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, no. If you want to send us any of those things, except for that last thing, and I have a peach and an, a nectarine. Okay, are, wait. I need to cleanse my palate. Let's bring it back to what Josh was saying. <laughs> Two things fighting. Okay, would you rather? Would you rather fight two drunken Danny DeVitos or one Dr. House? Oh. House would fight dirty, but I think I think two DeVitos. Dude, two DeVitos would would fight yeah, totally I, I dirty. Know. Two DeVitos not all, Okay, have you played GoldenEye on the N64? Do you know why no one was ever allowed to pick Odd Job? It's because better. it was impossible, impossible to hit right. it. Kill. Now yeah, you've you got go. two DeVitos who are four feet shorter than Odd Job. Yeah. Because the guy is negative three feet. <laughs> He somehow goes in the ground. There's no way you can beat two DeVitos. I think it's impossible. But what if you did that thing where you put your hand on their forehead and then he's like <laughs> swinging to try to hit you, but he can't get you? Because you only ever see one DeVito. Yeah. They, <laughs> they'll totally, the yeah. DeVito that gets you is the one you didn't they'll, see. Uh, like Velociraptors. Yeah, like Velociraptors. <laughs> and, and in all honesty, Clever girl. House's moves are all sort of known. You know he's going to come at you with that cane. Yep. One good kick in that bad leg. I think it's over. Yeah. But DeVito's, I mean, they're not made up of normal bones and normal skin. I don't know what type of damage you could even do to them. <laughs> he's, I'm like, pretty, yeah. he's like gelatin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, <laughs> really, I think you, pun you punch him and, and it, just... it just molds through and your hand goes out the other side and then you pull it back and it's like no damage. So, yeah. All right. So I, and the fact house. that he's drunk makes him even, you know, right. Jackie Chan drunken master type style where they're just like weaving in and out. So, all right. Thank you. No, that was that's good. <laughs> that's that's good. the kind of stuff we want to hear, people. So, 
And then uh, just another thing. This is uh, sort of um, uh, on top of uh, what we do here. We have uh, obviously everybody listens to that wonderful opening music we have. That's provided by a band called The Devious Means. They're very good friends of the show. They have a really cool concert coming up in June on the 18th um, at the House of Blues in Anaheim, which if you've never been there or if you've on there you know but it's in downtown disney it's a very fun area you can definitely make a night of it but uh june 18th they are playing there and so any pillage cast fans that are around that area uh check out will you guys be signing autographs of the show uh dude i'll sign anything anywhere so hey they're also playing in ukaipa on may 27th no that is not forget nuts with the new limb that's true the new limb is actually it's gonna be a sweet show for reals more importantly it won't be at my orchard so don't worry (laughs) But yeah, June 18th, you can go on House of Blues or Ticketmaster uh, websites and you can find that show on the 18th. Uh, it's a very cool uh, opportunity and I will be there. So I think, I don't know about Gates and Phil. No, hey, free parking downtown Disney. That's true. I'm there. <laughs> That's true. That's Get all yourself. It takes, huh? Yeah, no, yeah. Ser- like, it, no, th- it was the parking. It was like, Get yeah, your- I'll, I'll buy the ticket, but <laughs> sure. somebody's got to pick up my parking. They'll, they'll validate that thing, for, and you got five hours. Heck you can yeah. do so much with five hours. No, actually, downtown Disney is some of the best people watching on Earth, aside from the airport. That's true. Like, you go to or downtown Disney. Or a convention. Dis- um, I'm saying there's more of a cross-section. Yeah. <laughs> At a convention, you're going to get one core one solid demographic. Here insanity yeah. right but but at downtown disney you get people from all over the world that's and, true and you get locals and, too and it's a cool area and you don't have to spend a ton of money unlike the parks you can you can do fun stuff down there i got so. a great wetzel's pretzels there down you go there. and so. the lego store let's not forget <laughs> <laughs> i like legos we know phil yeah that oh, sounded okay. uber creepy man that was, <laughs> is that your come online to the kids <laughs> hey kids, I, I've got I, Legos I, in this I, van. I, 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 uh, well, wow. you know what? That's it. That's it. With that uh, assertion, Phil, I'm ending this show. Thanks for coming on, so, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, thank oh, you so thank much you. for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was, it was great having you. This is episode 15 of the Pillage Cast, and I believe we are out.